let's dive into it brother tell me how what is it that you do and how you got introduced to the thinking goddess book all right so what i do by primary business is i i operate a a fitness coaching company primarily through social media um i do online coaching nutrition things of that nature i also do real estate investing and some e-commerce as well but my primary business is health it's fitness and it's coaching um and a big part of that is mindset and a big part of the book is developing your mindset <clears throat> excuse me you know um i really like some of the core principles that the book teaches about desire faith persistence things like that um but probably the biggest uh similarity between or the biggest takeaway for me from the book in what i do um is the idea of auto suggestion and programming the subconscious part of your brain to work for you and not against you um to to manifest to to put the things into your life that you want to be there um and to create a reality out of what's going on in here and that's that's been the biggest takeaway of the book um in my business personally so how old were you just when you read the book first time you touched it uh 30 i'm 33 now 30 yeah got it now how fast did you read it and and what was the process did you listen to the audio did you do the video did you do the the youtube did you do the physical book how did you do it so i have it on audible i listen to it um and i've listened to it through more than once you know um it's always a good thing to kind of go back and refresh and because every time i listen to it i pick up something new that i can apply in my business awesome now hands on practical ways what are a couple of things that you use this book in your business what are some of the things do you have employees or is it just you and if you got employees how do you how do you let them know that this is something that you don't do you do you get them going on the audible do you give them the book do you even tell people that you have read it and you learn knowledge from it or you just do it oh sure no no i am um, so there's there's six employees with my company um and we we try to apply a similar coaching philosophy across the board for all of our clients you know to create that brand continuity so the the principles of the book carry through throughout the employees myself my business partner um i've actually developed a, a set of i call them the 12 pillars for a strong mindset that have have been drawn from that that premise of auto suggestion that i got from that book so um if it's okay with you i'd actually like to share those with everyone. Let's can we share three of them and then we'll do yeah. another video for our Facebook and YouTube and you share the other but share us the top 3 or your favorite three. Sure, my favorite three. Ooh, okay, let me let me pick them here. I've got them pulled up. Um and are you going to send those twelve for me Justin? You going to DM me or are you going to play yeah. hard to get? Yeah, no, I'll send them to you. I'll send them to you for sure. You got it. Um first one that's probably my favorite is you control no one but yourself you know when you're in business when you're out there hustling things are going to happen that you can't predict you're never going to have been able to think through every scenario every outcome what have you you know things happen and so you have to be able to kind of roll with the punches and your success is is you determine your own success right like somebody your success is not dependent on somebody else yes of course you need customers you need clients to ultimately be successful um but it comes down to you first one that's my favorite um second one that's my favorite um is stop overthinking you know there's this idea of analysis paralysis that feeds into the previous one you can sit there you can try to think through every scenario every outcome of a situation you know you can try to plan every detail down to the t 
But at the end of the day, you just got to make a decision. You got to move. Uh, you can't get too hung up in overanalyzing things. Um, and the third one that's probably my favorite is focus your energy. You know, your energy is like a bank account. You wake up every morning, you've got this much energy. Everything you give energy to chips away at your energy bank account for the day. And so it's very, very critical and it's very important to provide your energy to the things that are going to make you more successful to positive things. Don't give away your valuable energy to negative situations, things that aren't productive. Um, you know, I think we're probably all a little guilty of getting on social media and just doing some of this. The scroll, the scroll, the scroll, the scroll. Get on YouTube. It's really easy to get lost watching videos or on Facebook, what have you. Um, but it's really important to be aware of where you're sending your energy throughout the day. So those are probably my top three favorites of the 12. That's awesome. Well, I'm going to get the list of the 12 and I'm going to hijack it from you and I'm cool. going to share it with everybody. <laughs> now everybody's going to know all the 12 pillars. And uh, if you got a PDF of it and everything else, just let us know if you want yeah. us to put some graphics on it. I will not be able to do graphics. I'm challenged when it comes to stuff like that. That's but I got a couple of good people that are very, very creative, put that in there and, and, and be able to share it. This is what I love about individuals. And, and I have interviewed a lot of people, Justin. Unanimously all across board, individuals after they read Thinking Go Rich, for some reason, the level of generosity when it comes to knowledge and helping others increases. I believe yeah. you and I have a, have a capacity of what we think is like, you know, in our normal lives, we say, okay, we, we would like to give this much. Or when it's a donation, let's say you make $5,000, you're like, okay, my donation spending limit is like $100 a month. Okay. Right. But then after they read this book, my, my kind of little research that I've been doing is that the level of generosity just keeps going up by, by two, three times fold. So I know you like, just like yourself, you, have, you don't mind sharing these things. If somebody walks up to you, you might take 30 minutes, an hour of your time. Absolutely. You know, you may not do it right then and there, but you might take that time to help them share the knowledge. So this book to me, is like one of the best things that could happen in anybody's life because it teaches you gratitude and it teaches you to be a go-giver, not a go-getter. Go-getters, they just go get. So if you're a go-giver and the fastest way of you getting to where you want is helping others. Now, what else can you share with us how you implement this beside the 12 pillars? Um, well, I think probably in, in my industry, um, the philosophy of persistence and sticking to it, not giving up, you know, in the fitness world, everyone's looking for a magic bullet, right? They're looking for that secret, that quick fix that like, and that's, you tell that's, me there's no secret to get a six pack. You know, you haven't there, created that. Come on. It was, and somebody discovered it, they would be rich but uh it's called plastic surgery liposuction right. but you won't get into that <laughs> right there you go there you go um and so you know it's just one of those where and it's, it's true in business too right you got to stick with it day in day out chip away at things push the ball forward a little bit every day whatever analogy you want to use for it um but persistence is key and that's one of the big takeaways that i took from from the book as well how long how long have you been in the in the fitness industry um, I've been in in five years and I've owned my business for three. Cool. I'm going to ask you two questions. I need you to be honest. Sure. What is it that you love the most about fitness industry? That I love most about the fitness industry? Um, 
I really enjoy the, the, the challenge and the, the sense of structure that comes with it. Um, I find a certain sense of comfort in knowing that a part of my day is dedicated to the gym and to my health and to my well-being in that sense. Because when you go in and you train, you know, your body releases a bunch of endorphins and they call them feel-good hormones, right? You're, you release right. serotonin and all of these things, dopamine, um, and you just feel really good. And then there's also the mental sense of accomplishment that you went in and you did what you know you needed to do for the day. Um, so that's, that's probably my favorite aspect of it. What is it that you don't love about fitness industry? Getting up early for cardio. <laughs> my least favorite Isn't thing. that everybody's problem? Yeah. 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 For sure. Getting up early I, for cardio. I, I, I struggle with that all the time too, but that's because I go to sleep late and wow. I stay up because we got a lot of uh, I communicate with a lot of different people. So sure. when I get a alone time at home, I can I can do messages, respond to emails and everything else. But I try to hit the bed by like my cutoff time is midnight. So go. by 12, I like to go there, but I can't get up. If I go to sleep at 12, I can't get up at six o'clock or 530, get ready, go to gym right. and then get to the office by 830. So it's something that I know that I have to do, that I need to make the adjustment. But right now I'm choosing uh, expansion of my business over my health, which is not the smartest thing to do. But I tell you what I did. Well, um, Since my daughter has been born, my wife has been doing more of uh, going back and forth to the doing more walking with the baby. So sure. I'm going to switch that in the afternoons. So when I get home, I could be on my phone and I still do my walk around the blocks and everything else. There At least go. I get a mile, mile and a half in. There At least go. that's my compensation for that. See, there you go. That's that's something's better than nothing, right? You just go get it done. There you go. I just love the oxygen outside when you get fresh air. Perfect. I think that yeah. that helps a lot of stuff. It, it helps me to do more activity. It does. Help cool. Clear. Awesome. So tell us about your real estate business. What is it that you do in real estate? Um, so I own some rental properties and I'm currently trying to get into doing fix and flips, you know, more of that, that quick turnaround revenue, so to speak, you know, I'm finally getting, is that in Colorado or is that in different States? Right now it's all based in Colorado. Um, I've been looking into some other States as well. What um, city in Colorado? Fort Collins, about an hour North of Denver. One hour north of Denver. So is yeah. it snowing there right now or is it really cold? It's it's cool. It's not snowing here. It's snowing a bunch up in the mountains, though. Um, so no snow here yet. But I've been looking into some, some, some less expensive markets for investing. You know, I'm finally getting to that point where my liquid capital is at a place where I can consider making a cash purchase of a home, doing a fix and flip and kind of reinvesting that way. Um, and that's sort of the natural genesis of how it works. I mean, you you purchase some rental properties for residual income month over month over month. And whether you hang on to those for however many years or you turn around and resell them for the equity that's developed in the home, um, eventually you get to a point where you've got a big enough cash pot that you can go out and purchase a home in cash. And if it needs work, you can fix it up, turn around, resell it, or you can purchase it in cash and continue to sit on it as a rental And then everything that comes in is just is just greater residual income. So there's kind of two ways to do it. Um, but a, a good a good breakdown has been, you know, you you have a couple of rentals and you sink some cash into one, and then flip it, generate some more cash, and you kind of you kind of do two rentals and then a fix and flip, and then a couple of rentals and then a fix and flip. So you, that's nice. How long have you been doing that for? Um, been doing that for. 
Two years? I'm trying to think. I, well, that's not even true. I bought my first house back in 2012. It's going to be six years. So do you think it's a crash coming or no? What's that? Do you think a crash is coming? You know, I hear that for Colorado, but I also see things um, like the oil and gas industry continuing to grow here. Um, you know, that's been a big driver of why I've decided to purchase in the areas that I have. You know, I own one property that, you know, had a giant increase in equity value in the, the year or two after I bought it. You know, I don't think it's going to crash again, personally. That's just my take on it. You know, unchecked growth is not sustainable, but I don't think it's going to be another crash of any sort, personally, no. Cool, cool. No, I see a lot of people, and I keep telling them, just shut up about it. Don't put it out in the universe. Right. Just zip it up. Don't talk about it. You know, everything is going to be working out itself. Just do don't talk about it. But, you know, we had a big, huge uh, fire down in uh, where I live in L.A. County mm -hmm. where I believe like a couple of hundred of these million, billion-dollar houses were just on fire, just completely destroyed. The only thing that's left is the foundation. So the area, the economy here is going to get boomed because a lot of people are going to build brand new and yeah. they're going to do it much better than what we did before. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of places are just going to get renovated. Okay. It's going to look much better. It's going to get a brand new infrastructure. It's going to be good for our community. But it's also sad because a lot of people lost a lot of their belongings that are, that has sentimental value. Yeah, Everything that, that could sad. be replaced, the insurance is going to pay for it. It's not a big deal. But, you know, if you lost your pictures, you lost your, you know, some of the gifts that you got from other people i mean i feel right. for them that's why my facebook today this morning when i woke up i don't know for some reason i had that feeling that i had to thank all the firefighters and all these people that were out there so sure. i just went on my facebook and i put that in there you know we should thank them i don't even know if they're on my facebook or not but i just put it out there sure. i said thank you to all these firefighters because some of them were there for like almost two three weeks without having any days off and they were just fighting this back. I think they got it whole, you know, they got it contained, but, you know, they, they put in a, a lot of work. So we definitely appreciate their work. But listen, Justin, what I want to do is I want to thank you for taking this time, being with us. We're going to do it a little bit more. You and I need to get on more videos because I believe uh, a lot of people like that are in the fitness industry, because you're having a lot of success there, I think they're going to need a lot of your wisdom that you've been accumulating over these years. Sure. And we could definitely give it back. Um, we'll, we'll try not to give it to your competitors in Colorado. Right. We'll block those people. Okay. We'll give it to everybody else you're in right. other areas. I don't even know if that's possible, but I, I don't think you, you're going to worry about competition, brother. I think you're doing good already. So. Yeah, appreciate but that. But definitely appreciate you being on our channel. Let's DM and stay connected. I'm excited because we're creating a mastermind group. We already created it. We're waiting for the for the for the, the infrastructure to be set, but we're definitely going to uh, have you be part of it for sure. Appreciate that, and thank you for having me on. I, I appreciate you guys taking the time, too. You got it, brother. I'll talk to you later, Justin. Right. Take care. We'll see you, boss. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.